Welcome back to The Unpolished with your hosts, Angela and Kendall. Let's get into it, shall we? Welcome back to The Unpolished. Today is a fun episode because I've actually been wanting to do this for a little while. I was talking to my brother Brandon about it a while back and we're now pulling the trigger. We're doing a well, I'm doing a solo pod today, but with the duo of my brother Brandon. Say hey, hi. <laughs> um, I would like to say as we start recording that I do have a drink in my hand. Anything I say henceforth is inadmissible in court. Yes, I do want to make a uh, just disclaimer for those listening. This episode will probably not be suitable for young children um, or out loud in a workplace. I just want to caveat that now. Um We've gotten into, I've gotten the questions for today and I can already tell you this may not be the space for that. But if you're, have some headphones on, if you're in your car alone, buckle up. We're going on a ride. Anyway, so today I opened up the Instagram box um, on my account and then the Unpolished account and asked what you guys wanted to know from Brandon. There have been various stories about Brandon on our podcast already and people are like, we want more. So we just, we brought the source here. He's nursing a, what is this? Shiner box. 24 ounce Shiner box. official beer of Texas. And a glass of champagne. We're double fisting over here. So uh, let's go. Let's get into it. Are you ready? Yeah. I, I do think you said Shiner Bach wrong. You get, you got to say. Shiner Bach? Yeah. You got to say it the same way you say diesel. Like you can't say diesel. It's diesel. Can you, you say. You got to say Shiner Bach. It's, a, it's the official beer of Texas. I don't think I've Texas. ever heard you say it that way. So I feel like you literally just made that up on the spot. And you don't ever even say the full name. You say a shiner. And I've never yeah. heard you see, say see, shiner. See, do you see how you're, how you're screwing that up there? Shiner. You, you, you can't have say literally, shiner. You it's have literally shiner. never said it that way. I understand that. <laughs> Today doing, is the first we're day. We're going going forward. Yeah, going forward. Going forward. Going forward. I'm changing. I, I'm changing the the somatics of this whole thing. Okay, I'm I'm here for you. Okay, questions for Brandon. Okay, so let's just go over a little roll call on the facts. Um, yes. Brandon is my youngest brother. We are. We have three. Three total children. I'm the oldest. Brandon's the youngest. We have a middle brother named Cameron. Brandon is a Scorpio. Brandon is single. Absolutely. Loves himself the ladies. Um, He is into skateboarding. He's into music. He's a philosophy major. He was in the Marines. Um, He's been working on his hot girl summer, and it's hot girl summering. I've been working on hot girl summer for four years straight. (laughs) You've been working on hot girl summer since you were eight years old. It's a a constant state. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Hot girl summer is a lifestyle. (laughs) Listen, it goes on and off, though. Sometimes we we, uh, pudge girl wintering, but it's fine. Um, So anyway, so those are just some up top... Brandon lives down the street from me, so and we have lived down the street from each other for a year and a half. Yeah, I would say a little over a year and a half. So, uh, cause I only say that because I think some people are confused. Like, how are you and Brandon together so often? That's why he yeah. like literally lives down the street. So we just have a lot of 
farting around time just on a normal like Tuesday. Um, like truly the other day I just went around the block with Brandon and we were blasting Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yes, we were. At top volume <laughs> with all the windows down. And it was like the like the true like purely purely for attention no oh yeah 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 because we were like searching we were getting angry that there weren't more people outside of their no we were like why are people i know but this was like mid-afternoon on a weekday but we were like why aren't more people just standing outside waiting for us (laughs) waiting waiting for our chariot to just flow through the neighborhood blasting yankee doodle yeah so we had all the windows down blaring it as loud as my car would go and then just honking through the songs that were like yankee doodle pick it up anyway we are having a great time so that is why we get all kinds of random memories throughout all right i'm pulling up the questions this is my pause um okay where should we start so i i did preface some of the questions for brandon before we got on so he could think through some this is this is Okay, well, which one are you going to say? I was going to say, so one of the questions is, you and your sister are quite a pair. I'm going to read these exactly how they were submitted. Brandon, I I put one on the list earlier and Brandon was like, thought that I had written it. And I'm like, no, no, no. These literally were all just submitted and I copied and pasted them. So it says, you and your sister are quite the pair. What was your relationship growing up? Um. So with that one, it's basically unchanged. We are so much the same way now as we were growing up yeah. um because it's Kendall coming up with ideas and I'm <laughs> I'm very much a just go with whatever is I'm being told to do um very very down to clown and so like when we were kids it would just be random things um with her telling me you know she'd come into my room and was like put put on this sparkly wig and um dance for my home da- videos yeah dance and lip sync to backstreet boys or... yeah i can't tell you how many times brandon was like in my home videos this was like the camcorder era and i would take my parents camcorder and just record music videos but like myself as the main singer like i'm in the front brandon's like playing fake drums and a sparkly wig in the back like lip singing the song and i'm like come on boys so there's a lot of that um I had them dress up as all kinds of things, and essentially, listen, we just had long, boring summers growing up. <laughs> yeah. I, Especially I out in cattle mills. I know. We lived out in the country for a little bit, and our summers, we've like actually talked about this. We were like, what was mom doing? Like, we were just like literally upstairs in my memory. I'm not saying this is true, but in my memory, we were just upstairs farting around all day and so I accredit like my creative thinking sometimes for that because I'm like we truly just made up our own play made up our own games for a while I was like homeschooling uh Cameron and Brandon from our house like I literally was just like here I'm playing teacher and this is our curriculum for the day we play DDR Max yeah we're all three of us would get on the mat at the same time yeah, and so just stomp I, no, so, randomly. So I don't know if you guys have played DDR Max, but it's like a dancing game where it lights up and you have to hit the different 
you know, steps. And I wanted to get a really high score. So I had my brothers and me, like, all each on a square and then just jump to the beat of the song so that no matter what, the the square was hit. So no one had to dance. It was just like everyone jump at the same time. It didn't really work very well. But yeah, so we just had a lot of, you know, time where we were just making up stuff. But I was actually surprised when you were talking about the growing up because I feel like because of our age difference, there really was a lot of like, I'm the boss and telling you what to do versus I feel like it was in adulthood that we actually like became friends, you know? Yeah, I would say that. And it kind of picked up where it left off, which is yeah. when you're like, hey, put a pink wick on and <laughs> let's go to this bar. And when you're dressed in women's clothes, and I'm just like, yeah, okay. Or it's, I mean, it's to the point where she's just like, I have an idea. And I'm like, I'm, I'm down. I'm I know, there. <laughs> I know. But my favorite thing about Brandon truly is his like down to clown energy. Like I can throw out the most outlandish idea. And Brandon's like, bet. Okay. So, yeah, so what he's referring to is one Valentine's Day. I truly was like, hey, there's this, like, Valentine's thing at this gay bar. We should go and just dress up in wigs and whatever. And by the way, you're driving. <laughs> you're our DD. And Brandon was just like, okay. Like, showed up with his little, little, with his big vintage car. Drives me and my friend into town and we just yeah which became a whole adventure because my uh speaker was broke at the time yes and we needed you know you need the pump up yes, music you if you're going to something like that you need the vibes and so we we have the, the speaker's broken we can't do that so we steal um somebody's bluetooth speaker i think i went and grabbed my dad's bluetooth yeah, speaker yeah and then 10 minutes down the road it dies this is like we're about 45 minutes away from downtown. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we're just driving there and it's like okay well, literal what, silence what's what's the next option you know 99 bottles of beer on the wall oh my gosh i forgot about that <laughs> yeah no we yeah, we were blasting the speaker. We were dancing with the speaker. We were having a great time, and then it dies. So, but it's just always so fun. Like, Brandon is so fun. Did you listen to the episode where um, they were asking, like, who would you take to a red carpet event? Like, if you get one person, who would you take to the red carpet event? And I said you. Because I was like, Brandon would be. Wow. No, Brandon would be the perfect person to bring to a red carpet event. Like, I'd be like. This is what you're wearing. This is what we're doing. This is what we're... And you would just be fully in character and ready to go. Yeah. Absolutely. You would, you would invite me to a red oh, Of course. Event, of course. Right? Yeah. 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 No, totally. Absolutely. Wouldn't be Matthew That would be your answer, huh? <laughs> well, I think what's funny of mentioning... I, so I have an irrational fear, which developed somewhere... I think it was when I was on night shift, like, years ago. Um, I had a job where I was just driving around all night, and so I would listen to podcasts um, just to keep, keep me awake, keep me alert. And, um, you know, driving at night got creepy, and I was... I, I just had this irrational fear of, like, the people on the podcast would just stop and start talking to me. Brandon, were and you having a psychotic break? I Actually, I very much was at the time. Um, I was not doing well. But um, the funniest thing about that was the first time on this podcast that 
Angela said something. Oh, yeah. I, I was uh, I was doing um, some work for university and uh, listening to um, the unpolished, and um, Angela was just like, "Hi, Brandon." And no. I, <laughs> it just <laughs> you're like my deepest that, fear yeah, came that, true. That what would seem like an irrational fear just crept its way in. <laughs> That's so funny. I remember her saying that. Okay, but speaking of, so one of the questions is, what was your favorite and least favorite job? Um, well, I'd say my least favorite, ironically, because it sounds like it would be a fun job, was working at Spencer's. Um, How old were you? 18. Yeah, I worked, I was still in high school at the time. I was a high school senior. Um... And so, for background, for anyone who does not know what Spencer's is, because um, I don't know how widespread that is. It's like a very Arlington, like, coded thing. Okay, like. unless you have foreign people tuning okay, in, I, I think Spencer's, people know what Spencer's is. Spencer's in every single mall? Well, who knows now? I mean, okay, the whole industry like is dying. it's like goth, punk-esque paraphernalia. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shop in the mall that's uh, pretty ridiculous. And, you know, nobody goes in there to buy anything. It's kind of just like to look around and laugh. <laughs> and steal things. Yeah, and steal things. That was part of my job to stop, um, which I didn't really do. But it, it you know, because it's kind of, it's a gag store. So I thought it would be fun to get a job there. Um, but none of the people I worked with were having a good time, which seemed bewildering to me i was like the, the whole point is this is a silly store um and you know i'm a firm believer that if if the people you work with no matter what job you have i mean i'll be shoveling cow dung if it's with people who are fun no i agree fully but you know they they weren't about it and um what actually really grinded my gears was the spencers was in smack dab middle of the mall this was in uh, Austin, Texas, and I had a different job at the time. I was working at Sonic uh, Drive-In. You were working both at the same time? Yes. Um, Look at you, hustler. And, I didn't realize those overlapped. Yeah, well, I thought those were just... <laughs> when, when you're getting paid minimum wage, you gotta make it work. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I was working at Sonic, but the Sonic I was working at was just in a bad neighborhood, was... I wouldn't say it was my favorite job because that could—that's a close contender for my favorite job. I was the well, only one there. You got to horse around way more. Oh yes, more. and the people there were the most interesting people. I mean, I was the only one, basically the only one there. It wasn't a multi-felon. Like yeah. the clown energy was everywhere. Um, but and part of that, there really wasn't any structure at the Sonic, and I uh, was have been since I was about 13, a habitual smoker. Yeah. Um, and since they didn't have any control, I would take smoke breaks. Like, I don't know, every five minutes. Oh like it was ridiculous. You're like, like you like, actually started yeah, smoking any, more. Anytime I could, anytime it was like, okay, there's a lull. I'm like, I'm going out for a smoke. Spencer's was more structured and they were like, okay, every, I don't know if it was two to three hours. They're like, you get a smoke break, which, by then you're I, my shaking. jaw dropped. <laughs> I was like th- three hours, and um, I've got to walk all the way out of this mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was worse. You you had to clock out, and then they had to check you. The, whoever the manager was had to pat you down like a Terry Frisk from a cop to like make sure you weren't stealing anything. Yeah, 
So why we couldn't do that before signing out for the break, I don't know. Um, but so they would like frisk me down and I would have to sprint to get out of the mall. And I, I mean, I did get very good at sucking down a cigarette and about two puffs oh my and then God, <laughs> sprinting <Brandon>. back. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I couldn't stand it. I mean, 90% of the job was just standing around. They didn't really trust me to do anything. Yeah. They did pay me better than Sonic though. Okay. And then short, what was your favorite job? We've got a lot of ocean to cover here. Yeah. Favorite job definitely was the Marines. Now, there was a lot of bad side to that. Um, Brandon had a complicated relationship <laughs> with the Marines. But it's, as, especially what the environment was. So I was stationed for the majority of my enlistment in a place called 29 Palms that's in California. This is secluded desert nowhere, and they deemed it uninhabitable. <laughs> and so the Marine Corps came in, and they're like, nah, we'll take it. <laughs> anyway, th this whole thing, I mean, you're just cut off from civilization. And it's, it's close to, for people who don't know, this is close to Palm Springs. Yeah. Like, in it, California. It, closer to Joshua Tree. Okay, all right, so. I, when people ask me about it, I relate it to being in a mental asylum, and people will be like, well, that, that sounds horrible. And I'm like, no, I have never felt more at home. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, this um, is my home base. You, uh, you're just, you know, you're disillusioned. You're completely cut off yeah. from society. And so it's it, it was kind of like our own ecosystem out there yeah. where it was just us. The stories he has from this are Oh, but everybody was so off the rocker. Like, I've never felt more comfortable to be myself. Yeah, Brandon's like, he's talked about this, how like in normal day life, he's like, I'm the craziest person. But like there, you were like the most sane person. People yeah, function it, this it, way. It was, a, it was a culture. It was a culture shock. Especially when I got out, I was just like, oh, like... People don't generally accept this kind of behavior. Um, <laughs> okay, case in point. So for Christmas, during Christmas time, I took Brandon with me to this Christmas party that was like naughty and nice. So it's like, it's, it, anyways, it's just a little bit of a crazy party. Brandon goes and he's like, Everyone who watched the reel of that, which was a pretty tame reel of what like went down, but was like, this is, this is a crazy party. This looks so fun. Brandon's like, this is nothing. And I'm like, this is how normal, this is a, this is a fun party for normal people. Brandon's like, I will never get the high <laughs> again of a Marine. Just constantly Just chasing the dragon I know, that I'll but, never catch. But I know, but Brandon's over here like, a Marine party could also be like, oops, someone might kill you on accident. I'm like, okay. This isn't how normal people <laughs> party. I mean, it, it was definitely dual-sided. Of course, there, there was a lot of stuff I didn't like about it. Um, like, when I caught Brandon at the end of his term, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to make it, dude. Like, I have to get out of here. Then Brandon gets out, and it's like, the, those were the glory days I want back in. <laughs> well, because it really was a culture shock. I mean, I went straight. I, I didn't even go to my high school graduation. So I, I went straight like a couple days after I graduated. And um, so that was kind of like as an adult, all I knew 
when I got out. Yeah, you like grew up. It, like you truly grew up. Oh yeah, in that it, was, environment. It, it was a whole coming of age thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got out. I moved back to Texas. Um, a buddy I had back in Texas got me a job at a brewery. You know, my perception of that, like, that was just going to be a great time. I was like, it, it, it's a brewery. Like, yeah. uh, this has to be the same energy. No, um, within a week, I was like, <laughs> you know, I had to sit down with myself and I'm like, oh, okay, I, I need to cool myself down because I'm going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I think how our society is in general, sorry to say this on the pod, but I feel like everyone is having a hard time with how our society works like i feel like the average person i know is like borderline like this doesn't work Mm -hmm. so for you to then go from this ecosystem where you're all brothers like you have this brother it's maybe not the healthiest environment but there's this like brotherly connection um you feel like you're all on the same team and then to drop into american adult culture I feel like that's hard for someone who never went to the Marines. Like, I feel like going from being in high school to then, like, kicked out into kind of, like, quote-unquote, the real world is such a culture shock. And I feel like, yes, there's some, like, really fun years in your 20s when you're in college and whatever. But then, I don't know, like, the average person that I know is kind of like, do we all just need to leave and create a commune? Because it's just, it just doesn't work. And so I think it must have been extra culture shock to you to like drop into this mundane, everyone's just like hustling, coming home, watching Netflix, numbing out. Yeah, it it was a little rough. It kind of made me antisocial. Um just because I felt like I was like constantly monitoring everything that was uh, going on, yeah. it, it was just such a stark difference. Because um, I realized pretty pretty early on, I'm like, oh, people don't like this. Um, where th- there was so much wild stuff going on, yeah. When I was in, yeah, that like so much so that you wouldn't even bat an eye. It's yeah. like, oh, like Rodriguez shot himself in the hand while he was trying to clean his gun or whatever. It was a rude awakening to be like, oh, like. <laughs> People, uh, people won't like this. Okay, next question. It says, this is a question for both of you. What is your favorite quality about each other? Who do you want to go first? Well, I, I can hop in on that. My genuine favorite quality about Kendall is, um, which I think she might not like, but she's just always on. Um, like, she's always got to be doing something, um like some project going on like she she cannot have free time free time <laughs> drives her crazy but it it is my favorite quality because i'm very much the polar opposite on that like if you know if i'm like if i can make a day i just bought an inflatable pool that i'm gonna throw out in the driveway and i'm gonna sit in that on a sunny day and just stare at the clouds <laughs> and however many hours i can squeeze out of that <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm very much like just just sitting there and doing nothing um but it i really admire that kendall's always just you know it's got to be something which i understand can be um can be a lot just on the psyche and whatnot but it is it is just inspiring that you're 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 just constantly creating um and i do wish i could 
um, have more of that where it's like, listen, you're doing it tonight. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe I shouldn't be so content just staring at the clouds <laughs> for my entire day off. <laughs> I know it really is funny because, uh, Brandon came over to record this podcast and he like stopped in my room, uh, before we walked in here there's like clothes laid out on the bed and I'm like, Oh, sorry, I'm leaving for a work conference tomorrow. And then he comes into the office and like, there's a bed in my office. And I was like, Oh yeah, sorry. There's like, uh, pillows and stuff, you know, on top of the bed because Clint's parents were like here all last weekend. And like, whatever. I was just like, it's always the quote I said was it's always something like something is always going on. Like, I'm recording this podcast the night before I leave tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. for this work conference. And I'm like, let's get this podcast. Let's like, we recorded some video before this. I've organized a question. Like, yeah. So I do feel like I'm on, but. And then like in turn, you take me and it's like, okay, I'm going to skateboard around the neighborhood. Um, That's done. I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive my Thunderbird around the same neighborhood okay, <laughs> it's okay. like, i'm like that's that's accomplishment right there <laughs> okay i will say i will say i feel like my natural inclination is to actually i don't think free time drives me crazy i love free time it's that i have so little free time that i'm like oh if i'm going to be creative i have to cram it in in these like interim moments pre-kids doing very little like I was just like whatever it'll get done next week like whatever but now I do feel like truly the kids thing oh I only have just such limited time that I have to cram like okay if I'm gonna do a podcast I gotta do it now like uh but it's right before I'm leaving but I also got laundry like you know so I'm just like sad that yeah, during Yeah, Prez acts to doubt. I've never seen you sit still any second. <laughs> you you like you're the like, idea. I'll call you, up. you like the idea of relaxing, but the second you're allowed to relax, you just you get you get shifty. You get I know, fidgety I know, about it. I know. I know. One time Brandon and I were like, let's just like sit and relax and talk and I'm like we were watching um like HD ocean TV and just like trying to relax and I was like oh my gosh you know what we could do we could make a dance club that like was totally aquatic vibes and like can you imagine a couch that looked like a coral and Brandon was like I'm just trying to look brain, at fish does your brain actually turn off is there an like, off switch I'm just like well that's a, that's a really cool fish <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, my favorite quality about you that I think is like one of the most rare things is that you will show up no matter what when called upon. And you make me feel comfortable with that. Like Brandon will show up. There was randomly like a snake in my house and I was like, this is the person that I call. Like I know there's not going to be like, this is an inconvenience or maybe you feel differently, but I just feel like Brandon, Brandon loves and shows up so deeply for the people who are in his inner circle in a way where he makes you feel like none of your needs are an inconvenience. And I don't abuse that. I mean, there's been... 
I, I <laughs> but like Brandon's the person who's like, oh, I call because I need to leave my car in town. And like, I'm just like, can you drive all the way and like pick me up? I feel like I'm someone who has a really hard time asking for help. I'll just be like, oh, I'll just figure it out. And you, not just for me, but for the people in your life, it's like, if my parents are flying in from somewhere at 5 a.m., Brandon's like prepping the whole day before to like make his schedule work for getting up at four in the morning to pick up my parents. I just think you show up so hard for the people you love. You are so concerned for their safety, for their well-being, and it's just a very beautiful quality about you. Oh, I appreciate that. Okay. Okay, I have a wild card question. Let's roll it. I didn't put this on the list because I want your live reaction. <laughs> okay, let's go. A question that was submitted was, who is the oldest person you've had sex with? What was the age? Thirty-two. But how old were you? Because <laughs> I already knew someone submitted it, and I was like, it's not that. Well, okay. So the fact that somebody submits it, you gotta know. You know, I like my girls a little yes. bit. Older. Okay, so this is yeah. <laughs> someone submitted it. Brandon likes older women. I mean, he's fine. He's fine with his own age too. But he is very attracted. Like, I'm not joking. We went to a Mexican restaurant the other day, ate dinner, and there was like a fifty-something-year-old woman who walked by, and he goes, mm, "She still got it." <laughs> I'm like, Brandon. Uh... I was at a Torchy's Tacos <laughs> the other day, but you know, Torchy's Tacos has a bar. Um, they're surprisingly open um, at this you know, early in the morning, there's this chick, has to be like mid forties. She's tattooed up. Um, and I just, I want to know her life story, especially because she's just sitting at the bar and she's basically just kind of calling out to the bartender. She's like, can, can I get two more JMOs over here? And you're like, you're speaking. <laughs> I was like floating out of my booth seat, <laughs> staring at her. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, wow. I need to know everything about, about this you. woman. But yeah, I, I want to say 32. Um, it's not that I wouldn't go older. How um, old were you, though? At that time, I was 23. So that's not crazy. I thought you had some. And then someone. I was 22 with a 31. I tried to go for 50. I think it was yeah, 52 Brandon, once. Brandon tried to go after a woman in her 50s who had a son his age. Oh, and I think I could have. Um, it was, uh, I was on a work trip. At the time, I was uh, I was private contracting in explosive detection. Well, n not exactly in this case. So I was a, I was a canine handler, um, and there's two sides of that. I won't get into the... Uh, intricacies but there's like the military police side and then there's the deployment side and they were flying me all over the United States doing different jobs for that and so the entirety of that was just me on a specific dog um, but I was in a training course there was a woman there in her 50s and I was only in that training course for two weeks but lord was I trying to Brandon's eyes that. are rolling back in his head. I was, I was trying to make that magic happen. Um, 
it, it, it kind of became the issue. She did have a son my age, and obviously that made it weird, I think, for any rational person, any sane person, <laughs> of which I'm not in the Venn diagram of, um, would find it a bit strange. But I, I like to tell myself, if, if, I was just, if I was just given a little more time, then we could have we just blossomed something amazing out of it. Okay, so the oldest person you attempted <laughs> to make relations with was in their 50s. Yes. Okay. Um... Okay, now, weirdest date you've been on? Oh, this is a great one. It, this one I was prepped for. It's very hard to narrow down because I've been on <laughs> so, so many, many weird, weird dates. dates. And all but one were weird because of me, baby. Um, <laughs> I am just very off the wall when it comes to dates. Um, Brandon's is way too hard on himself. I feel like he picks girls that... No, definitely every weird date I've been on, again, save one, was because of me. Like, just just cycle through. And, of course, it didn't say first date, but there are also some very weird first date stories. Like, I was on a first date with a woman um, where we went to a drag show. I proceeded to get blackout drunk. That was your first date? Yes. Was a drag show? Yeah. Well, it didn't start out as who, a drag okay. show. Okay, it, it it evolved. Okay, 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 okay. But so, who who created the plan? Um, you. The the funny thing <laughs> is, I don't even think I was supposed to be there. Okay. Um, it was a. Uh, I just kind of tagged along to I guess was supposed to be a girls' night, and I just forced oh, my way my in. Oh my god! Of course, you made it weird. Um, but it, it was at a arcade bar that eventually moved to a drag show. I proceeded, I was having a blast at the drag show, um, so I'm drinking, you know, I got drinks in both hands, I'm just cutting loose, having fun. I proceed to get blackout drunk. I have to call my buddy to come pick me up from my first date, <laughs> and in all of this, so I know the rest of the story through him, I, I have no recollection of it, but, you know, he's coming to pick me up. Um, he thinks it's the funniest thing because this girl, I'm like, Hey, like, do you want to be my girlfriend? You ask her that on your first, first date. Brandon. First date. Oh my God. And, um, she's like, um, I don't really know you too well. Oh my God. I'm like, I, I don't know this story. I am not kidding. I start bawling. No. no, no. <laughs> Again, I have no recollection of this is being told to me like secondhand. I start bawling, and I'm just, like, just losing it. Um, you don't, like, I'm like, I was like, well, what's supposed to be wrong with me? She's like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just, I don't know you. Um, so, however the rest of that night went, who knows. Somehow, that turned into a two-year relationship. <laughs> <laughs> off of that first date. Um... But there was a, there was a date where I got run over by a car while I was walking across the street in LA. Um, I'm I'm ha I'm having to trouble like trying to be like what stories can I get into because I mean I could talk all night about this. Um, but yeah, he was on a crosswalk and a car literally ran over his foot. Well, no, it hit me. Oh. My my foot. I got airtime. Um, my foot hit the concrete, and there was a whole deal with that, which I kind of felt bad because it was the girl's birthday, 
and oh I had God. to pull some okay. stuff like that. But not not a date. Oh, not yeah, necessarily yeah. a date. But what I really wanted to bring up in this is uh, this girl I was with. I know. I'm like cringing already. <laughs> so um, it, it is a girl I've been with for a minute. And she's like, all right, you, you got to like meet the family. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, so we go over to her folks place. It's the first day in just being like, Hey, I'm the guy in your daughter's life. So <laughs> I'm, you know, drinking some beers. We're all, we're all out on the porch. I'm talking whole family. I'm making my rounds. I, you know, I'm drinking a beer, socializing, talking with different people. I get to her, um, brother and sister-in-law, the brother's wife. And, you know, I'm talking with them a little bit, and um, the brother's wife is like, yo, um, like, so she was saying you're uncut. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course I know what that means. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's um, uncircumcised. And she was like, oh, I've never seen one of those before. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess they're kind of rare. But, yeah, that's the case. And she's like, yeah, so... um <laughs> Uh, can I see it? I've never oh seen one. God. And I'm kind of like, uh, this is on a patio. We're not in a secluded spot. <laughs> like, I'm on the patio with the entire family. Down to clown in So, But yes. she's sitting next to the girl's brother who has his arm around her. So I kind of like look at him and I was like, you know, kind of like looking at him sideways. I'm like, Are, is, is... Like, is this something that's going to make you uncomfortable? And he just shrugs, which probably wasn't an okay. <laughs> but anything short of a no to me was a green light. So I was like, oh, okay. So I, you know, I just whip out. Um, Said uncut member. Yeah, and I was like, there you go. Now you've, now you've seen one in real life. Um, and then just proceeded with the gathering. Like, that wasn't <laughs> Okay, so how many people? How many people saw you? I have zero idea. I have zero idea. I I I will say, I did have a lot of fun with the family because I I think they were on a similar wavelength that I was. I don't mess with moderation. Yeah, like like, I'm I'm either all all there or I'm all not with anything in life. I mean, not just substance. No, that's that's the truth. Like Brandon is truly like a lover like this is his Scorpio but Brandon is like I think even some of these stories will be like oh like seem casual but I feel like this is the best representation of who you are is like crying at the draft bar that like someone doesn't oh that is actually the perfect no because it's like you are such a lover and such a like you just love hard and so you're like all in on anything you're in whether it's like oh i'm gonna learn how to play the guitar or i'm into a girl or i'm into an idea or i love this person like whatever it is you are like fully bought in and you just you just love very hard in that space so well i I will say that's very representative of 
like my relationship with Kendall, this this showcases the whole thing. That story alone is I'm very much down with what anybody else wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that I have. It's a firstborn dream. Some... It is a firstborn's dream. I'm like whatever I've concocted, Brandon will say. Sounds great. I have actual scars over this behavior. I'm just like, uh, it is so much. If somebody comes to me and is like, hey, like, um, I'd like you to do this or we should do this. I'm always a thousand percent there. I'm not, I don't, it doesn't matter how stupid. Actually, the stupider, the better. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely. We'll do that. I know. Like, you I'm are like the that. most down to clown. This is why I'm like, I would have you on the red carpet because you are just like, there would be no reservation. You would be like, what are we doing? When do we go? Like, as long as you're organizing the plan, I'm in. So I have some questions you haven't said or you didn't click. Yes. But we'll wrap it up with one or two more. Okay. Someone submitted this. You did not click it, but I will be doing this. Top in parentheses playful ick about each other. Brandon thought I put the playful in parentheses. I did not. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I, I sent her a text message. I'm like, I like that you put playful so we don't devolve into just No, and I, I was like, I did other. not put playful. This is how it was submitted. But Brandon truly texted. He was like, I thought you just didn't want to get roasted on the podcast. And I was like, I think someone submitted it being like, please don't end up in a full on sibling fight. I wrote mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're you're gonna have to swing first here. Okay. Swing away, Meryl. Okay. I have <laughs> two playful eggs. One farting at the table. Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, it this is not a uh outside the family thing. I hope to God not. But Brandon, like we have uh, family game night so it's Brandon I Clint and our parents on Sundays that's like our thing we like have dessert after the kids are down we have dessert in game night and Brandon will just fart at the table and wait for me to I'm usually the one who's sitting close closest to him and just literally smile and wait for me to smell it and it makes me so effing mad because I'm like just get up and fart somewhere else and they'll just be like it's natural it's <laughs> it's fine and i'm just i'm it. changing that to my ick but you get so offended <laughs> i get so offended because it is vile okay then the other one that i have is how much brandon gets off on scaring people so oh, brandon such a good one. brandon loves like really scaring people brandon will bring me over to like watch a scary movie i will have to pause go to the restroom and brandon will be like waiting outside the door to scare me i'm a very easily frightened person i just run with like a vein of like jumpiness and anxiety so brandon will just I, I'm telling you, it makes my whole body hurt. I can fall to the ground and start crying. Like, I am so easily scared. So especially when I'm watching a scary movie, it, it can, like, it hurts my bones. Like, and Brandon, nothing gets him off more. One time, Brandon said, I need you to 
uh, text mom and say that you need her to get the baby monitor it, from like my parents' house, okay? Uh, that you need the baby monitor because yours went out. And I'm like, why? And he's like, just do it. She needs to go upstairs to get something. And I'm like, okay. So I text my mom, hey, our baby monitor isn't working. Can we borrow yours? <laughs> Brandon is hidden under, I don't even know what's happening. Like I haven't even been let in. Brandon's hiding under my mom's bed. So like where the baby monitor is, is like in her office that is conjoined to her bedroom. Brandon is hiding under the bed. I text her, can you go get the baby monitor? I'm clearly down to clown energy too because I don't even know what's going on and I'm texting her this. Brandon's hiding under the bed, grabs her. Would You grabbed her, like scared her. What was it that she like walked by? I don't quite remember. I definitely popped out. I might have grabbed. No, my mom, by the time I come over to apologize that I was involved in this shenanigan. My mom is like still trying to catch her breath because Brandon scared her so bad. He scares my dad. He scares my mom. He scares me. I mean, he just really gets off on sending someone into orbit. Well, I I would say my favorite one with that where I just could not get over it was with you. You were... So we were at our, uh, our parents' house and she's leaving uh, she's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna um, go back home. But I thought she took a car there. Um, so I'm watching her through the front door oh and watch her oh walking. This is in the dead of night. And I'm just like, oh, look, uh, it's a short walk, but I'm gonna walk her over there. But she thinks, uh, you know, I'm just locked the door, I'm, I'm gone. So she's walking, checking her phone or whatever. <laughs> and so I start coming up. And I'm kind of stumbling up, but um, I just go, you need somebody to walk you home. Okay, and so I hear this. No, did not no. even look in my direction. No. She just straightened up, looked forward, <laughs> eyes wide, and started power walking. <laughs> and I lost my absolute mind. No, I heard this. So Brandon thought I didn't hear him. No, I heard him i was just like oh my god of course when you need someone to walk you home i just i went deep into my soul i left my body i went into my soul and was like just get home just get home just get home just get because i'm walking all the way home and then brandon runs up and he was like did you not hear me and i'm like okay that was you because I thought, because Brandon truly said bye to me already. I was all the way down the street when Brandon comes trolloping up with his, like, fake gremlin voice. Like, it it scared me so bad. And Brandon's just trying to do recon of, like, no, I was just being playful. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I thought someone was going to kill me. That's my ick. So what's your ick? My next question. No, what's your ick? <laughs> I don't have playful eggs. <laughs> <laughs> You're out here ready to fight. Is this why you didn't click it? You're <laughs> That's like, exactly I why no... I didn't click it and you okay. brought it up anyway. Okay, okay, okay. Next no, question. No, no, no. You can say your real ick. <laughs> I, I don't have eggs. You can say an ick. I, I mean. It, this isn't fun. I pondered it. Oh, oh, playful or okay. not I was like there's nothing I can think of that there's I'm no down eggs. to just air out oh so it's that bad I'm just saying there's a reason I didn't click it okay alright click 
clearly this is deep seated. We'll we'll it's go not to therapy. Deep-seated. We'll go to <laughs> therapy about nothing. this later. <laughs> Favorite book right now. Oh, that's that's a good one. So I will push this on anybody who will hear me. Lulu Miller wrote a book called Why Fish Don't Exist. Yeah, I figured that that was the one you were going to say. And that's not even right now. That's ever since I've read it. If anyone came to me with book recommendations or what's a good book, what is your favorite book, it is that. I think everyone should read it. It definitely is the most fantastic book I've ever read. The whole basis on it is Lulu Miller, who did a podcast. I forget what podcast she was actually in. It's a whole story of her. It kind of goes back and forth with her dealing with her own bit of existential crisis and her relating to this guy named David Starr, who named a bunch of fish. What she knows about him is that he lost his entire life's work twice. The first one, there was an earthquake. I think that was the second time he lost everything. But he had kept these fish, like, um, in jars. Mm-hmm. Um I think the first one may have been a fire. That's I do. I remember you saying something about a fire where you um, lost everything. So, okay, so fire. I'm going to kick myself. <laughs> this is my favorite book, and I don't remember how he lost it the first time. But, I mean, the, the overarching point is he lost his work two times, but each time he kept getting back at it. And so her kind of relating to that with her existential crisis was like, what kept this man going? Mm-hmm. And it tells the history. Now, I'm not going to spoil it. But then she finds out some, you know, as she's looking up to this guy, how did he get through it? As she digs more and more, which she does a lot of digging, finds some very unappealing things about this man, which then starts to shake things further. Like, okay, this is a guy who was, you know, I kind of adopted as an idol. Um, I was looking up to but now there's a lot of things about him mm-hmm. that um aren't good yeah um but yeah it was a funny backstory how i found that there was a transient girl a kind of nomad um who i ended up running into and she was an artist um a poet just completely blew me away yeah. i mean I was all about all she was doing. But yeah, she was only in the area for a little bit. And we hung out, got to know each other. I read her poetry. I mean, I was just... Stars in the eyes. You know, we would sit, share a bottle of rum while she would paint. It it, It was a good thing. But before she had took off, she had recommended... Um, that book because she, she was reading it at the time and um, she would even sometimes be reading it out loud to me and I was just like oh. wow like this this book is amazing I picked it up after that oh I need to read it you've told me to read it okay well I think this concludes our night is there mm-hmm. anything else you wanted to add well I saw there was favorite marine story um, we do not have time for that okay well <laughs> then this is us Angela signing off me. oh Angela we have gone me. over an hour at this point no i would love we can bring brandon back on angela's in fail right now and she is editing this podcast while she is on vacation and she told me 45 minutes are under and we are at an hour 
Anyways, I think I think we sign off here. Do we cheers? Yeah, we should cheers. All right, let's let's have a cheers. Sayonara. Bon voyage. Bye-bye. That's a wrap from your girls, Kindle and Ange. Thank you for listening. Send this to somebody that you think will like it. XOXO, the unpolished girlies. Bye-bye.